0: It's not just about what you want. It's about who you are becoming. Mm -hmm. And the rest, it will figure itself out. But we're so used to figuring out what you want. We say that in terms of our goals. What's your goal? What do you want? And it's really much bigger than that. So uh, focusing on who you want to become and continuing to move forward, I feel like also makes you able to take a deep breath
1: and and stop worrying so much. Mm -hmm. I have found a passion twin in my guest today. The ability to find your bold, to admit that you want more, to dig deep, to figure out how to do it, to quiet any inner voice that says you can't, to remember your value and show up with confidence and influence. These are the things my guest, Kim Wanowich, passionately cultivates in the lives of her clients. Kim is a personal growth coach and owner of Live Boldly Coaching. Her lifelong career in health and wellness, coaching certification, master's degree in health education, and her own personal experiences uniquely qualify and position her to help others find their bold and truly realize a level of potential happiness and peace of mind we all desire. You're going to enjoy my conversation with Kim, and especially as we get down to our talk around focus. Let's join into that conversation after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears, and welcome to Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. I am really excited for my conversation today with my guest. I have got on the show today Kim Wanowicz. Kim, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks, Candice.
0: I'm excited to be here. And if anybody goes back and looks at the spelling of my last name, you did a great job. <laughs> <You did not laughs> thank <at> you. You. <laughs> and
1: You did it perfectly. Thank you. Because I was trying really, really hard. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> you so I'm glad to have you on the show today, and to really get into your story and just some of the expertise that you have around um, living more boldly and helping us be successful in our lives and in our business. So, you know, as we get started here, tell me a little bit about your backstory and essentially why why you're in the coaching business today. What's got you here?
0: Awesome. Um, I would love to share that. So. Um... Interestingly, I have a career in the health industry. My master's degree was originally in health education, and I've spent my whole career on that wellness, prevention, helping people live their best health life, and um, actually a health issue in my family led me to a nutritional product, which then led me down the path of uh, building a team in a network marketing company and having a business for five years in that company. And I loved it. Um, I I, uh, I learned more about people during that time um, than probably most of my career combined. But the cool thing was, is during that entire time of building that business, um, our company had a collaboration with a personal development company. And that that time of my life really began my personal growth journey and um, it started and it has never stopped. And it ended up leading me down a path of becoming a coach and realizing that I'll always have an interest in helping people show up their best and take care of their health. But I'm really interested in the whole big picture of, um, Not just their health, which is a huge part of it, but everything about being bold to show up as your most successful, authentic you in your entire life. Um, And I think that one of the biggest areas that led me to that is as I started to build this business, for the first time in my life, I started to question everything about myself. It was a new business. I didn't know what I was doing and was really frustrated and felt like, "Why, why am I questioning myself? wait, why am I comparing myself to other people? What's happening here? And when I started to get into personal development and learned how I was allowing my thoughts to take over, but not taking control of them and how much control I had, how much power I had, but I just had to learn the tools and learn what to do. And I knew that would, that would affect every aspect of my life, including my health. And I could start helping people in that. It became bigger. It went from one area and it became bigger. And that is, and now that's where I sit is with, with such a passion of helping people. That's what bold is. It's making a decision to take back control, but be intentional with your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors, your habits. And it's not automatic. I want to help people see it's not something you're already supposed to know how to do. So don't give yourself a hard time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's something to learn and it will change everything.
1: Mm. So, you know, kind of long answer. no, no, I think that, that that makes so much sense. And, you know, as I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking about some of our interactions before we even got on the interview, we both share that um, that whole idea around taking ownership. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having ownership of your life and, you know, where you want to go with your your career or, you know, your relationship or in your case, your health, whatever it is. So uh, I I love that you have that commitment to that because I agree. I think it is super important for sure.
0: I think that's really why I was attracted to and and, um, excited to be on your podcast because, yes, I saw that about you. We do share that. And, um, you know, it's easy to not to just allow life to happen. It's easy because you, and and you don't know what you don't know. So we're out there educating people on don't, yeah, it's easy, but there's a better way. It's just not as easy. Yep.
1: Agreed. So now in your business today, you are a full-time entrepreneur, correct? So tell me a little bit, Kim, about how you got into full-time entrepreneurship. What did that look like for you?
0: Um, I think it, what it looks like is um, is juggling the family and the mom life and building a business in between is, um, you know, so much harder than anyone gives it credit for. And it looks like a constant journey of finding balance in that. I, you know... We all want to be entrepreneurs because it's your business, right? It's your freedom. It's you to be able to do what you want to do and not work for someone else. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, it's you building the business. It's you having to focus. It's you having to juggle. So, um, it, you know, that's what it is. It's a lot of, of juggling that does allow the freedom to not miss things with my kids, but to also take it seriously. It's not a hobby. It's a business.
1: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So now tell me, were you always, well, always isn't the word, um, from a full-time entrepreneurship standpoint, were you at a nine to five at one point and then, you know, left into full-time entrepreneurship or what exactly was your situation?
0: Um, you know, I hadn't worked a nine to five job in a very, very long time since my children were, were, um, much younger. Um, when they were, when they were little, I was a full time mom. So I've always had um, part time jobs and done, I've actually had a couple of different businesses to keep my foot back then in the health industry because I always knew I wanted to continue working. It was always important for me that I continued um, working, that I continued using that um, health background and kept my foot in the door. And I always knew when my kids were little, I wasn't quite sure what it was going to lead to, but that would figure it out as they got older. So, you know, I did think for some time I had, I had figured it out during those five years of building that network marketing business. I did think this is the thing and I had figured it out. And what happened is, um, everything came full circle and it turned into the coaching. So I would say everything I've done has been a journey that kind of, um, came full circle into this coaching business. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's been a journey of experiences, um, that has led to
1: this. Yeah. Lots of little different things on the way that mm-hmm. kind of brought yeah. you where you are. You know what I think, I think It's
0: important to know that. Oh, sorry. Um, Because people, especially young people, too, are looking for the thing, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing. And we forget it could be multiple things that you learn from, that you grow from, that eventually bring you to the thing. So, you know, be patient because you might be in doing something, you know, maybe there's a listener doing something and you don't feel like it's the thing and maybe you're not happy about that. But pay attention to everything you're learning and the parts of it that you love. You just don't know what's coming and what you're attracting if you just keep moving forward. You Mm -hmm. just don't know. I did not, I would not have predicted this. And it came about in a way that I know I attracted it. And I wouldn't, you can't predict. You don't know.
1: Yeah. and, And I like how you said that because it's almost, if you think about it, the more you take some action and do things and try things and chase things that seem interesting. Right. You kind of see how the story evolves, like the picture comes together and gets a little bit clearer. And um, yeah, yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like even now um, for me, Kim, even today, there are some things where I was like, Oh, last year I was thinking about doing this one thing. Now I'm doing this thing, but Oh my gosh, I see how they connect together. This is amazing. Things that you wouldn't have thought about, right, um, right off the bat. But, hey, the more you do, the more you learn. So I like that.
0: It's absolutely, you know, one of the things that I coach on is, and it's one of the um, probably biggest things that that I live by now is it's not just about what you want, it's about who you are becoming mm. and the rest, it will figure itself out. But we're so used to figuring out what you want. We say that in terms of our goals. What's your goal? What do you want? And it's really much bigger than that. So uh, focusing on who you want to become and continuing to move forward, I feel like also makes you able to take a deep breath and and stop worrying so much. Mm-hmm. I, I tell people I'm a recovering worrier. <laughs> I, I think a lot of moms. It comes a little bit with the mom job. No, it comes a lot with the mom job. You yeah. worry about everything about our kids. Yes. I've always been a, a, a worrier. And and so then you start a business and you're like, yeah, but how will I do it? Yeah, but should I be doing it? Yeah, but – and we're all, we, we're all, yeah, but this and yeah, but that. And when I was able to be like, stop worrying about what you want and start focusing on who you're becoming, well, then um, this all – you know, attracted into this coaching business and certification and all the things that fell into place. And I feel like I'm a a much calmer, confident person without the constant worry of the how. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Take a deep breath and focus on getting better and who you're becoming. It's going to work out.
1: Like literally that statement is helping me right now. (laughs) Like The statement that you just said, right. Focusing on who you're becoming. I, I think you're right that it does take off some Pressure of knowing the absolute, you know, infinite amount of detail about the what and having it all together. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so now, so tell me, tell me this. I was on your website the other day and in preparation for this interview, and you've got a lot of good vlogs with really good information. And I came across one of them called What You Focus On You Find. And it literally stopped me for a second. Um, And I think the the piece that stops me is somewhere in there you said, like, you know, what do you say when people ask you how are you and that type of thing? And it just made me think, like, okay, hold on. How do I answer this question? Let me look a, a bit closer. Can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, how we, how our focus impacts our success and what we attract and and all these good things. Oh my gosh. Yes.
0: Where do I start with that? And, um, I thank you for, um, your comment on the, the um, the vlogs are good. I appreciate that it means a lot coming from you. Um, so gosh, this is so important. So there's a couple things to that. Number one is that, The way our minds are created, we can, our brain, we have a focus. Your subconscious, it has a focus. And you can choose to be intentional about what that focus is going to be or not. And most people are busy living their lives, doing the thing, trying to achieve the things, live the mom life. And we're not thinking about what we're thinking about. We don't do that. But the problem is whether you're thinking about it or not, your subconscious is running the show. And that focus is not always a positive thing. And people say like, oh, just be positive. I've never actually loved that statement because I think it makes people feel badly like, well, okay, positive Pollyanna. I never want to do that. It's not that it's that easy. Like, oh, you should just be positive. It's learning How to be positive by being intentional with your thoughts and paying attention to what they actually are. So how I learned that, and I won't take credit for what you focus on, you find. My training is um, through um, and affiliated with my company, Growth You. And I learned that from the founder, Rod Hairston, what the four laws of focus. And we're only talking about the first one, what you focus on, you find. And just think about the what just think about that and and say it again to yourself. What you focus on you find. Okay, so we walk around and we're not paying attention to what we're focusing on. And you can view a situation in any number of ways all day long, right? And we do it all the time. Everything from your interactions to people and the way someone comes across and you're like, gosh, they were rude. Well, that's one way to think about, to focus on what they said, or we could think about the focus being, I wonder what's going on with them. And you know, we don't do that. We're judgy and we, we don't, we don't quickly take time to be intentional with that thought, our, our reaction. We go with our reaction. Wow, that was rude. Or, or our focus, the example you gave is from a good friend of mine who, where she realized when people said to her, oh, hey, how are you? Her subconscious thought was on all the crap. Well, this happened and that happened and this happened. And you know, you do that sometimes. Right. We all do it. And you know, you run across your friends and they do it. And, you're like, well, and then the next thing, another negative thing happened. Mm-hmm. So she made a conscious decision when she learned what you focus on, you find to when someone asked how you are, she would think of, what, what positive thing am I going to go with today? And then she would say that, well, I'm great because you know, this happened or what, and as she started to, it changed her focus to be intentional about the positive things that had already occurred in that day or in that week. And then the law of attraction kicks in and more and more positive things happen. So it's an intentional way to focus on the good things that are happening. And what I said in my vlog is this is important. This doesn't mean that you have to walk around. I love the phrase <laughs> Pollyanna positive. But that is true. That doesn't mean we have to walk around like, Oh, sunshine and rainbows. Right. Come on. That's not life. Right. I hope that everyone has an inner circle of people where they can confide in when they do need that help. But there's a difference between having people in your life to be real with and walking around with all day long, focusing on all of the crap that's happening. That's not the same. So I challenge everyone listening to this. Think about what you're focusing on today. And the next person you run into is like, hey, how are you? Come up with one thing that, was, that has already been great today. I, even if it's, I don't know, but the sun is shining. It was raining last week. Today's awesome, mm-hmm. right? or what are you grateful for? Because as you put those, if you, as you intentionally focus on those things, then you will see more of those things. It will change your view and those things will become the habit versus it being so easy to be like, well, my kids were running late this morning. Everyone was cranky. It was been a really rough morning. Oh, like we can all do that. So it's a very intentional way and and everything I speak of is about habits Mm -hmm. because we, we all have habits that we have a certain way we've been doing things for a really long time. And, and that's why it's easy to see the negative or, you know, easy to settle back and just allow your life to be the way your life is. It's hard to, to, uh, be intentional. And, but it takes creating new habits. Cause then that's just becomes who you are, becomes your identity. And that's why I say it goes all back to who you are becoming. What if your idea is, I just want to become, you know, more aware of the positive stuff in my life. Watch what happens.
1: Wow. Just watch. You know, I, I am, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, again, I keep thinking about that. How are you question Because so often, right. Me, almost everybody that I encounter. Answers that question, especially lately, because in Wisconsin here it's been super, super cold, and it's too early for this, <laughs> and it's been snowing like crazy, and mm. everybody's always like, "Well, I'm okay, but I would be better if you know I wasn't freezing, and you know my car wouldn't start or whatever, whatever." Yeah. Um, so it's it's so easy for us to to point out that negative, um, but I, I I really like that. Yeah.
0: So easy. It's so easy. So watch what happens when you start doing it. I mean, it is cold and it is annoying that it's already snowing so early. Right. But the thing is, are you moving or are you, is everyone staying there? And if you're staying there, then change the focus and maybe even right. just laugh about it. <laughs> it's so darn cold and you laugh about it. At least you can say it in a different way. Then it's so cold. You can even just change the focus right. on how you say it, and then feel more positive about it. And you know, watch how other people's reactions. Right um, change.
1: now, when you talked about when you talked about you look- the positive Pollyanna, the thing that came, <laughs> the thing that came <laughs> into my mind is, um, whenever I hear people. It tends to be people people that I'm a little closer to. So I kind of know what's going on in their life. And I don't know, maybe this is the wrong focus. (laughs) But when I hear people answer that, how are you question with, oh, I'm living the dream. But yet their whole face, like their whole interaction with them does not reflect that they are truly in a, you know, Mm. happy and blissful state. I don't know. Do you consider something like that? Like a, like a forceful positivity? Like, is is there a...
0: I feel like that's a lot of sarcasm and I know people that do that too oh live in the dream it's so sarcastic that like what I, th- I think there is a negative connotation to that sarcasm and I'm all for sarcasm and making people laugh but that um sarcasm leaves people like right <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that like it doesn't leave you with like oh well, that's Great. Yeah, I think sarcasm is funny when it's relatable and makes someone laugh, but when it's vague and has that little bit of negative connotation, right. it's not really that. It goes out of the not window. I really
1: haven't mastered the concept at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really does. It just goes out the window. And if it's, it, it, if, if it's going to go out the window and it's going to be that sarcastic without it, then it really is yeah. like negative it really is it's not serving any it's not yeah. it's not serving any purpose
1: but i love knowing that we do not. have that that power to bring in more just by changing our perspective and focusing on the positive things that have happened you know in our responses and in our interactions so i love that i love it yeah so now
0: it's so powerful and, and it's important to me. I, I'm very real and I want people to also be able to be very real. There's honestly nothing more important. So I I joke about Pollyanna positive because I think it's not realistic to think that you're going to walk around and be Pollyanna positive and everything is perfect. That's silly. And it's also not real. It's also not. It, it's about as If everything is perfect, like you're about as, as authentic as the person who's like living the dream. So it isn't about being over the top. Like it's all perfect. It's about changing that focus and finding what is good. And, but, but maintaining that you're able to, to be real is, is a very important part of that. And again, whether that's with a close circle of friends that you can be real or, or your spouse, um, there's got to be that element of there as well, and I talk a lot about social media and how, I mean, of course we see all of the great on social media. You know, that you shouldn't have to put like, well, this sucked yesterday in order, in order to be real. But just know what you're seeing. There's other stuff there too, and there. Everything in moderation. It doesn't mean everything has to be like perfect and great. It means you're working on finding mm-hmm. the good in what is going on. That, that's great and healthy yeah, and like be that. real all the this same especially, time. Especially,
1: you know, when you touch on that authenticity word, it's easy to be on um, various extreme sides, right? <laughs> being so authentic yeah. that you're, you know, oh, well, this does suck. And I do hate this. And I'm just being real. Like I've seen that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yep. I'm just being real. This is who I am. I'm not going to say, okay, right. right. That's not helpful either. Right. And then the flip side, every, everything's perfect. Yes. I'm super successful in all the things like, you know, Neither is good. Let's go, let's meet in the middle and be ourselves and look for the positive. And and I mean, when I work with my clients, like I'm always stepping out of my comfort zone to do new things. And so I admit those things and have real conversations. So my clients know I'm using the same tools that I'm teaching all the time. I think that's relatable. And I want to be able to be real too. I don't want to have to be like perfect and oh well I've I've already done all this. I've got this covered. I don't want, that's pressure on me too. I want to be able to be real and teach Mm -hmm. and learn as I go as well. Um, I don't, you know, there's no one should feel the pressure. Perfection is, it's just not relatable. So the people that are trying to be perfectionist, it's not relatable. So take the pressure off. You get to be you. You just get to be you, but you can be a better version of you. And that means looking at the look, what focusing on different
1: learning to focus on different things. And and not only is perfectionism not relatable, it's just ugly. Like it's just, it's, it's not, uh, I think because of the, yeah, because of that relatability piece, perhaps, but it's just, it's, it's ugly and it's hard and it's pressure and yeah, agreed. It is.
0: So much pressure, like who wants that? It, it, it stalls your movement forward. If you feel that you are the perfectionist, it, it completely stops you in motion because you can't do the thing until the thing is perfect. Well, good luck. But then if you're going to come across perfect, it's ugly mm-hmm. on the other, on the receiving end of it yep. too. Like nobody, right. Most people are like, well, that's good for you. It doesn't. So where are everyone's striving for something that, I don't know why. Cause mm-hmm. it's not a,
1: it, right. I agree. It? Let's, let's, let's get rid of that again. word. <laughs> <laughs> so now if there are yeah. people listening and they want to hear more from you, Kim, or hear more about your coaching and, and what you do, where can people go to find you?
0: Great question. Um, so two things, if you go to my website, I have um, a free guide, 10 Secrets to Finding Your Bold, as well as a couple of the vlogs that you mentioned. And that website is, is just my name, KimWanowich.com. And I'm assuming if any anyone's listening to this, they'll see the spelling of that um, where, w- when they clicked on the podcast. But it, it's, I'll spell it. It's W-O-J... N-O-W-I-C-H. So you can um, download that free guide or listen to my vlogs. And the other place, find me on social media. I actually just started, I mentioned, um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, I just started a Facebook community and it's called But First You. And I would love listeners to join there, jump in our community and um It is an awesome community of support and inspiration and growth on, well, the topics that we've just been talking about
1: and helping people find their bold. So it's called But First You. I will also make sure that we get all of Kim's information put in the show notes at CandiceSpears.com. So if you didn't catch all that, you can always go over to CandiceSpears.com and check out all the information and look a little closer at um, what Kim's doing and and how she's serving in this space and and helping us all. So Kim, this has been a Fascinating and fun conversation with a, a topic that I just love. Anytime there's action involved and focus, and you know, attracting things and becoming things, I love these conversations. And ownership, I love these conversations. Um, so I was so honored to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming.
0: I loved this conversation. You are so easy to talk to. I feel like we could just go hang out and talk about this for another hour. So um, thank you for having
1: me. And you heard a lot from Kim. So as always, I hope that you take it and you take action. Don't just hold on to it. So have a great day. Have a great evening whenever you're listening. And I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Enjoy what you're hearing on this podcast? Well, if you do, I need you to do me a huge favor. Go over to Apple Podcast, look for Ambition, Honey & Hustle, and leave me a rating and a written review. That would be so awesome. And you don't know how much that helps other listeners just like you find us. So go ahead, leave the rating and review. I'll wait or not. I'll trust that you'll go and do it. And I thank you very much in advance.